What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. And today we're joined by Bjorn. Fellas. So, we're uh, recording... We're recording a little later tonight than we usually would because we're going over conspiracy theories. But today is a very special episode. Today is the one in which I connect dots. Or we are going to connect dots, I should say. So, let's talk about this weekend. Weekend chaos. So, we have... you. Everybody is aware of... Everyone is aware of what happened in Buffalo, and it is a tra- it, it is a tragedy. The number of people that lost their lives, right? All of these things, right? We have been through hours and hours and hours of footage, looking at screenshots. I literally have watched the entire six minute video multiple times, looking for identifiers, and you know, even though his manifesto tells every single AR fifteen part he used, why he chose them, all of that stuff. Right, we're not going to play any of that on the audio podcast. One, if you haven't seen it, you probably don't want to see it. If you have seen it, you probably don't want to see it again. And the censors will not let us play it. So, that being said, we I mean, we've gone through every screenshot, you know, and we pay. Yeah, frame by frame. And we've played a lot, or the media has played a, a lot of this. However, what this weekend, people lost their ever-loving minds. For example, let's cover one that didn't get any attention. 17 people injured in mass shooting on North Water Street Friday night in Milwaukee. 
17 people were shot. This story got crickets. Why? Because it was multiple shooters in a mass shooting. What do you want to bet that it didn't fit their narrative? Yeah. How about... <laughs> they use a type of gun. Probably wasn't the right type of shooter either. How about the mass shooting in L.A.? In the uh, Mexican food mart. Uh, my wife laughed at the footage, not not of the actual shoot. Well, she did laugh at that too. Because you have these first group of people come running. Run! 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 And then, have you guys seen the footage? Mm-mm. Hold on. Let me... Let me play some of the footage. Hold on. So there are three of them. Three three videos. This is in a in a Mexican market in in LA. My wife absolutely laughed. Well, laugh is probably the wrong term. Because the last video that I'm going to show you, right, I'm going to play them in order, right? The last video I'm going to show you shows you somebody who was shot. Unknown caliber. And people are saying he got, in the, got hit in the heart. And it's on the wrong side of the fucking body. And they knew it before they took off the shirt and showed the wound. They knew. They knew where the person had been shot. But here, we'll listen to some of this. Since it didn't get any coverage... We'll talk about the first one first. Listen. Get down! Do we have any idea what's going on? No, no it's all right. Now, my wife points out that you hear no... You hear no no gunshots, right? And half of the people are running for their lives, and the other half are walking in like, hey, what's going on, George? Even the worker is standing there like, what the fuck is going on? Why are people running? See how those people are all ducked out? And the dude who works here, who would know the location of everything, right? Standing there like, I am so confused. All right, that's the first one. Ready? They don't get any better acting-wise, I'm just going to say. But I want you to watch. Okay, California is full of Karens. Explain to me why the Karens aren't running. Just just watch. You'll see. I need my food. She stopped to go get her food.
They walked through this entire mall. Why is it that the people who would be the closest to the shooting are all there? Nobody's running away. Yeah. Now, I don't know if anybody helped this individual, the one who's laying on the ground, supposedly shot. But you know something strong, strange with his legs. <laughs> the cross. Just saying. You know what the other thing is? Like, oh, don't go near him. Don't go near him. Everything over here is it's potentially a crime scene. How about going to see if the motherfucker's alive? Maybe it's called CP fucking arm. Okay. Now, now you see how his arms are down, right? Mm-hmm. That will be important for the next part. Get back, get back. What happened? He got shot, he's dead. By, uh... He got shot, he's dead. Also important. Ooh. No, he's not dead, he's alive. He's alive. Um, is no, anybody on the line? Anybody on the line? Is anybody getting in? Anybody on the line? Who shot him? I saw him with a white shirt on. Do you see what he's holding in his hand? Looks like a knife. It is a knife. That will bring us to our... Hold on. That'll bring us to our third one. What? Do you want to see the knife? Better knife? No, I I, I saw the knife. It's just the angle of his arm and the knife. You'll see. Hold on. I got a better angle. Okay. Can you hold his arm down so he can stab Suddenly, there's people all around him. Yeah. You can see it better, though, right? Yeah. Quick, where was he shot? It's in the... It looks like... It looks like his shoulder. It, it no, looks like his shoulder. right chest. Right. Uh, like, right, yeah. right, right chest, uh, right underneath the shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Now, now listen. You gotta put pressure on Dude, this guy just got shot. He's been shot in the heart. Hey, where is the suspect? I don't know. He ran off. Did she just say he's been shot in the heart? Yes. Yes, she did. He's stupid twit. Hold on. Any description? No, I didn't see him. Oh, my. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. What did he get shot with? I that <clears throat> looks like a BB gun. A paintball gun. Oh my god. I think right here is there's no blood. Once they moved his shirt, there was no blood. None. Once they moved the shirt, there was no blood. No blood. So, Odin, what do you do for the weekend? I go through and watch all of these fucking evil shit that happens, and then I break them down. All right, so... <laughs> and then he sends them to us so we can break them down. Yeah. Hey, get tape. That's weird, because the way they lift up his shirt, you would expect Look, to see a blood smear. You see all of that blood on his shoulder on that frozen part, right? Yeah, but there is none. As soon as they lift it up, gone. Totally vanished. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> I'm going to get your shirt that says that. But wait. <laughs> it's going to be the more. fucking tagline. <laughs> all right, so. Then we have... Black man shoots three Asian women in Dallas. And police say there's no evidence of a hate crime. Their purpose alleged to have fired at two other Asian businesses last month. <gasps> two. 
so wait, then we had targeting the, Asians, it seems, but there's no hate crime. Yeah, it, it's just it's just white supremacy. And then uh, you had the riots in Chicago. Honestly, I understand why they're not giving too much news coverage to Chicago because that's like a weekend thing. That's a weekly thing. Fair. Left How about dead. Houston flea market shooting leaves two people dead and three other injured? A gun fry broke out. Oh, why didn't that one get any news? Because it didn't fit their narrative. And then we have... Breaking one dead, four critically injured at a Presbyterian church in Laguna Woods. Now, I want you to understand how they described this, and then I'm going to tell you what it really was. Ready? Okay. One dead, four critically injured at a Taiwanese Presbyterian church in Laguna Woods. Why is that important? Because the man who came in to shoot them was Chinese. Mm-hmm. But no racial, no national. It, it, it's not that. No politics. Yes. And then we have uh, in, I can't find the, the one where it, it said it, was uh, they sit here and they had two police officers shot. I think that one was in California. I have to verify. But so we have all of these shootings going on, all of this randomness, and yet we're only going to focus on this one. Now, I want to paint you a picture. These are the strange bedfellows that make up all of the craziness. May 22nd, the United States is giving up its sovereignty in pandemic situations. And it is, however, the who determines a pandemic. I want to take you back several years. Yeah. I want to take you back several years when Dr. Oz, who was just endorsed by President Trump, said that gun violence is a pandemic in the United States. I want to take you to the Department of Misinformation headed by the DHS, who last week said white supremacy is a pandemic in the United States. I want to take you back to the time where they said all of these things that targeted white, cis, uh, Christian, patriot, and not all of them together. They could be, but, you know, and men, right? That, that they're targeting those specific individuals. And now I want you to see what's going on with all of these shootings and who they're focusing on. They want you disarmed because when the who takes over, they're not stupid enough to walk in here going, we're in charge now, bitches. Because no matter how how dis, disorganized you think we are, Americans still have enough piss and vinegar to pick a fight just to pick a fucking fight. This is true. And if you tell them they can't do something, they're going to fucking do it. Now, with that being said, I need to go into our other chat. Freya says hello. I want to sit here and I want to talk about some of my videos that finally went through. Yay. Finally. So, I don't know why you're so excited. I give them about another day and they'll be gone. Fair. Hurt my feelings. I doubt it. Fair. Do you have feelings? Not really. So now we have now we have 90% of banks in the United or in the world have decided that they're going to do some form of, uh, they're going to do some form of uh, central bank or uh, crypto. Really? Right. Why does that matter? 
Why does it matter at all? Well, allow me to introduce you to the greatest technology feats of all time. Yes, we're going there. They want, they have Bill Gates, you know, our Lord and Savior, right, predicts that this upcoming technology will replace smartphones. It is called, any guesses? Letter right. The, the no. tech tattoo. <laughs> yeah, when he told me earlier, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're going to have an electronic neon tattoo. So we going to do flick it and the fucking light bulb comes on. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather the monitoring I already have with my uh, smartphone. Thank so you. wait, wait, listen. Chaos Moon, which is kind of ironic. Chaos Moon has is a company that back in 2015 started to develop these temporary tattoos, right? And what it was is it was for people that uh, they wanted to do little health. It, it only stayed on for a day, right? And then the technology wore off and, and it, it didn't work anymore. Well, lo and behold, they have fixed that problem. Thank goodness. Yes. Now they can implant them on your head or on your forehand. I mean, I said that backwards. On forehead. your hand or forehead. <laughs> so, what chapter in the book of Revelations are we in right now? So, uh, just so you know, for those of you who are following at home in the home game, the technology is uh, that talks about the mark of the beast in the Bible is chapter 13. So my dear friend, Tear, sits here and goes, oh, good, that means we still have several chapters before we get there. <laughs> no, they're developing yeah, the technology. You had to disabuse for- me of that very quickly. I was going to say this is like the deleted scenes, bonus scenes. <laughs> I feel like we're already there. Okay, so... I want you to sit here and realize that we're in, if we're going to take, you know, just for educational purposes, we'll use Revelations as a timeline, right? We're in chapter six. Chapter six is the first, is the seal judgments, right? Right now we've broken the first, the second, the third, and the fourth seal, right? The first is the leader that comes to conquer and destroy. Oh, by the way, Biden reverses Trump's pullout and has decided that we're going to start attacking Somalia. You know, forget about Ukraine because, you know, know, they have the fucking New Zealand wizard now. Having a yeah, I saw that. That's fucking badass. Uh, Anyway, uh, having a failed pullout is is nothing new for Biden. True. So then we have the second one, which is famine. Right famine and we have pestilence right those are the first three right the first three just just keep that in mind right and we have food shortages baby food shortages we have energy crisis by the way diesel will be out next week in the eastern coast or severely limited as of next week that was the notice that we were officially given uh from some of my trucker buddies Right. By next week, they're telling them that they need to fill up every day because they don't know when next week it's going to happen. But by next week, we'll be starting and it will cascade across the country. And if you thought food and fuel was expensive, wait for two weeks when it starts to fully hit. You're probably looking, I think, 10 gallons, $10 a gallon for gas will probably be a low. In the next month, month and a half. That's absolutely insane. Hey, just out of curiosity, can can Congress, you know, propose something that would open up the fucking our pipelines? Not that they would, but can they? They're not going to. They they have they have sucked into the. uh, Well, we'll get to that. Uh, Let let me finish making connections. The fifth the fifth seal is when you get a look at the martyrs, the Christians who died, and they're told that they need to wait just a little bit longer. 
What do you need to fulfill the fifth seal? You need persecution and martyrs. Allow me to introduce you to H.R. 350. H.R. 350 is the censoring and it allows the Department of Justice, DHS, FBI, and the other alphabet agencies an unlimited budget to track down domestic terrorists. Now use the Department of Misinformation to sit here and openly admitting that they will suspend your accounts if you, what? Put up information they don't like. If you don't go along, if you don't get the tattoo, if you don't get all of these things, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Or you will own yourself, your soul, and your freedom, and they will make you suffer. They will kill you. They will eliminate you. That is their purpose. Did you see the did you see the TikTok video that finally went through after three and a half months in review? It's been that long? Yeah. Damn. Here, I'm gonna say I'm gonna play it because I think it it, it goes for what we're doing. Don't you? Yeah. When they admit to you everything. Oh, and if you have AirPods, they're scanning your brain. Just saying. I'm not going to find much of mine. Oh, you were the iPod. I couldn't remember who had the iPad, the, the iPod. So, uh... All right, here we go. This is them admitting back in 2015 exactly what they're going to do. Because the intention also is to reduce the number of people in this world. At the time when the new world order was enunciated, the population of this world was only 3 billion. The intention was to reduce it to 1 billion. Now the population of the world is 7 billion. There will be a need to kill many billions of people or to starve them to death or to prevent them from giving birth in order to reduce the population of this world. This is what is in store for most, for those who will suffer and die, there will be the peace of the grave. There must be martyrs and persecution for the fifth seal. So we're still in the first four seals if we're going the whole revolution way. But People knew what was coming, and you refused to wake up, and you refused to listen. And if you doubt it, allow me to play you a clip from a movie that was made in 1981. Listen to what they were saying. The Foundation is the most powerful organization in the world today. They control transportation, education, our news media, the banking systems, plus 37% of the world's major industries. And through their grants to our universities, they can control what is taught. In reviewing this year's progress, let me say that we have been highly effective in conditioning the people's minds to accept our solution to the world's problems. The energy crisis here in the United States was exceptionally successful worldwide, and we expect similar success with our upcoming food shortage. Our labor leaders have made great progress by causing confusion and work stoppages in all areas of the world. If you look at the world today, we're speeding down the same paths as the people in Noah's day, Sodom and Gomorrah, Jonah and the Ninevites. By using this laser imprinter, we can painlessly and permanently affix the person's number to the back of his hand or his forehead if he so desires. The numbers would be easily read by this new ultraviolet scanning equipment. For the purposes of demonstration, I've had such a number imprinted on myself. Our one world government will be a reality. If we continue on our present course, it is my opinion that we could present the... That, that right there. Biden's Ministry of Truth plans to freeze bank accounts until you delete unapproved opinions. Devil himself as a world... I don't, I don't understand how they're going to get away with it, except for the fact that we're just letting them. They'll make you a terrorist. 
We already have done it. January 6th was a fucking test. They tracked everybody to their homes across the nation. They had Americans turning on Americans because they protested on a political ideology they didn't agree with. They shut down their businesses. They shut down their means of making money. They had family turning against family. They tracked you in your license plates. The cars, you know, the cameras on the roads took pictures. They had billboards that said, if you've seen any of these people, and then showed their pictures. All along the highway corridors across this nation. They can track you wherever you go. They just sit here and say that you are a domestic terrorist. Oh, you're on a podcast called Winter's Call? Oh, well, we listened to a couple of those, and you had too many COVID misinformation strikes. You have no access to money. They already threatened that if you are a veteran and you do not toe the line, they will yank your benefits. They already had a sitting, the Senate, uh, sorry, the House Majority Leader step on the floor and say that it is un-American to sit here and criticize President Potato. Yeah, I'm sorry, but the most American thing you could do is look at power and go, ha, 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 fuck you. We have that's people, exactly what we did when we started. We have people who are starving to death in this nation. And it will be so much worse in other parts of the world. But let's focus on the U.S. We have people who are starving to death. People who can't buy gas. People who can't buy food. And what does the news cover? The fact that that cunt, Nancy Pelosi, put in a fucking bar. That's open from 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. in the fucking House of Representatives. Are you <laughs> fucking <laughs> kidding on. me? Oh, hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean there wasn't already a bar there? Her she desk doesn't drinking. count. Oh, she was shit, drinking in her office. But uh, you know, let me. Oh, go ahead. Look at the American Revolution, right? It was people who were in some sort of power who overthrew a tyrannical government, and instead of keeping power for themselves, gave the power back to the people, knowing that politicians are greedy sons of bitches who are power hungry, right? And if you look at the original, the way the original House of Representatives and Congress and everything was supposed to work, it was supposed to be a per diem. They weren't supposed to be paid for this job. A full, it wasn't supposed to be a full-time job. Because of situations that we're fucking in right now, power-hungry people... Well, let's who... face it. Let's face it. Politics is Hollywood for ugly people. Yeah. It is, but you know what? I, if I were to put a, a one major change that I would put in, besides term limits for congressmen, is that congressmen can only be paid the mean income, uh, the median income for their constituency. They can't get any sponsorships. They can't have any kickbacks. You get kickbacks, you get arrested. If you think about that, if you were to do that, can you imagine how prosperous areas would get because of their fucking greed? Well, the kickbacks would be very hard to sit here and prove. No, but if we went back to, hey, look, a lot of these people, Nancy Pelosi must have a, has a fucking crystal magic ball. Because she always seems to hit it right in the fucking stock market. Give her a fucking per diem, make her a minimum wage. She's gonna want to. She'll still want to do this fucking job. You know why? Because she's getting all the inside information she wants, and she's doing all the regulating. Which is why you need term limits. You know how to fix. You know how to fix the country. Trial by combat. No <laughs> term limits. The House of Representatives gets eight years. The Senate gets twelve. You return the Senate back to the states where it fucking belongs. And then you sit here and you go to the House and you do exactly what it says in the Constitution. There is not a maximum limit of representatives. It is based off of population. Every 35,000 people, there should be one representative. 
Now, I know that that would sit here and it would throw certain states to have way more representatives than they do now. But it doesn't concentrate power. And it sits here and it makes it harder to bribe that many more people. It's a hard, that much harder to steamroll. Yes. Through, you know, the other thing people. that I would do is a line item veto which means that the president or somebody in Congress can go, I like this in the bill. I don't like this. Take it out. I veto this part. And then they would have to vote on each individual part to override that veto. That would fix this country politically. However, because then, the because corruption... That would, oh, go ahead. Just to, to touch on that, because then that would stop them from doing, you know, turning out 1,200-page fucking bills at you know 12 in the afternoon on a fucking Tuesday and say hey we're voting on this at 345 today yeah I think that there should be one vote per piece of legislation is what I personally believe it's not going to happen that's why I think the line item veto is important or make a bill that is true named for what it actually does and it only brings one piece of legislation to the floor at a time. But we can't get these fuckers to vote. We can't get what them if, to show up to vote. Would you imagine an executive order that said, hey, you you know, the bill has to be what's in the bill can only be what is meant to be in the bill? You can't, you can't use executive. I mean, you can, but you're not supposed to use executive orders like that. Executive orders were originally designed to be used for emergencies only because the Constitution made the government so that it acts slow, that it's hard to get stuff through because they understood what happens if they can get if they can just ramrod shit through fast. But it's all connected. The HR 350, the giving away, you know, allowing the government, allowing the UN to take sovereignty in times of a pandemic without specifying what a pandemic is, the people allowing them to move troops into the United States because of a pandemic without a definition, for a time limit without a definition. To confiscate guns without a definition, without a reason, or without any choice or vote from the American people. That is what this does. They make you violent. They sit here, they piss you off with all of this stuff happening. If you go look, and I could show you, but it wouldn't make you happy. You have people like, what's his name, Chance the Rapper saying that black people need to talk in private about what they're going to do about the white supremacy inst uh, issue. They want to sit here and they want you to fight. They want you to fight so that they can claim that the rioting is a pandemic. White supremacy is a pandemic. They only have to hold out till May 22nd. And then, whether or not we like it or not, the United States has lost any semblance of sovereignty. It hasn't really been a sovereign nation for a while. I was you know, our, that up earlier. Yeah, our ass is owned by other countries, but it would make it official. And it will tell the rest of the world that we are the bitch, come fuck us. Well, we're already that. We pay them to fuck us. Yeah, but they there's still that, you know, one unique thing that the United States has that other countries do not. Mm. Rednecks and the Second Amendment. That's saying. true. Behind every blade of grass there lives a gun. Yep. So let me finish because they talk about the plan. Leader and the people would accept it. We expect some minor resistance, especially from highly motivated religious groups. But eventually hunger will cause even the most zealous to perform what program. Even the most zealous 
when starving will fall in line. This, this has been planned. <clears throat> well, it's it's all manufactured. We talked about it months ago when we were talking about all the cargo ships being locked out. The truckers on, on most of our open ports, they're not having enough truckers. The fact that the gas prices were going up at that time, now they're astronomical. The fact that trains are stopped carrying a lot of things. You know, planes aren't carrying as much as they would. We cut off our own oil. We've had issues with, with multiple food processing plants. Yep. And we're told, oh, it's within the statistical probability of actually happening. We just focus on it because we're hungry. And yet, people try to deny the baby food shortages. It's real. The, the United States refuses to allow Great Britain to send us their baby formula because it's not the same. Wick is saying that you have to buy this specific type of formula, and that's the one that's out. You have formula being sent to the illegals. Well, we have to follow the law. We have to take care of them. They're in our custody. Thank you, Peppermint Patty. What about your citizens? Aren't your citizens technically in your custody? Well, why are you going to follow that law, but not the fact that they're illegal fucking aliens? Exactly. But but let you know let let's not focus on the big picture. The fact that this violence has picked up the fact that they want it to cause unrest. They want to use that to distract from the treaty. They want to use that to distract from all of the other important shit that's currently going on. How about the fact oh wait, hold on, I gotta get that story. How about the fact How about the fact that they, instead of focusing on Iran getting ready for a grid blackout war with the United States, we want to focus on fucking aliens. Electric grid operators all over the nation are warning of potential summer blackouts. Diesel fuel going away on the eastern catastrophic electricity blackout in event of a major storm or cyber attack and that is before you add in the fact that they are claiming 90% or hold on let me let me get the actual story power sector warns of blackouts as demands clash with traditional plant retirements high prices possible blackouts think where you live in the middle of fucking summer, pick seven hours where you won't have power. Because that is what's coming this summer. This summer, I say it's in the next two weeks. Let's put it this way. It is so bad that the most positive CEO on the planet is giving us an, a dire warning. Do you know who I'm talking about? The CEO of Goya. This dude is oh, shit. a bundle of joy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that dude's always a bundle of joy. He says, we are on the verge of food shortages and an imminent food crisis. Policies leading to a war on fossil fuel. This is his warning. Politics leading or policies leading to a war on fossil fuels as well as the Russian invasion of Ukraine will continue to create a food crisis, according to Robert, to Robert, president and CEO of Goya Foods. We are on the verge of food shortages. Russia and Ukraine together produce half of the fertilizer used in the United States, and fertilizer prices have quadrupled. Of course they have. And we're not even at the end of it. And we've decided that instead of trying to find a peace deal with Ukraine or with Russia, that our government has openly said that they want to send money to do a, a proxy war with fucking Russia. 
Do you people not fucking get it yet? Russia isn't going to stop. Why should they? They sacrificed 25 million people for the Battle of fucking Stalingrad. Let that sink in. They're not going to lose. It's only a matter of time. They will either cause us to collapse our own economy to pay for a war. By the way, projected cost, we've all, we will spend more in Ukraine over this year if their current in 10 weeks we sent them 58 billion dollars let that sink in 58 billion dollars that we are sending to ukraine that is almost the budget the yearly budget of russia for a year and we've already beat it and yet six billion dollars to build a border wall $4 billion to strengthen our cybersecurity and our electric grid. I wonder how much baby formula we could buy for $40 billion fucking dollars. Don't piss you off. I have a friend that lives in Toronto. All right. They don't, they don't have a shortage. Of course they don't. It's manufactured also, to take down the United States. Oh, oh. I also have another friend in Mexico. In um, uh, Queretaro. Mexico. Right. So it's near uh, the, what, about an hour and a half from the Sierra Leone uh, airport. And I had I made a comment because they reached out to me about something else. And I made a comment. It's like, yeah, I think it's kind of sad that we're shipping because they're anti illegal immigration as well because they have a big problem with it too. And I mentioned something about the, the formula. He goes, we've got formula. He says, and our gas prices are actually dropping. He goes, it's only in the United States right now. It is a manufactured crisis to take down the United States. And anybody who thinks otherwise, they want to make you feel fucking pain. They want you to beg for fucking mercy before they become your masters. The United States is unique in the universe in the fact that it is a beacon light. It is it is the beacon for freedom. It may not seem like it. It may not. It may seem dark, and it may not. And we may seem stupid and fighting amongst ourselves. But if you've ever been overseas, they all understand the miracle that is America. Yeah, they understand that if America falls, freedom in the world is gone forever. That is why they need to extinguish the light. And I hate to tell you this, if we're going to go back to the Revelation 3 theme, they're going to succeed. Every other nation I can find in the Bible, guess which one you can't. Which means we're either destroyed or we're so fucking impotent that we don't move the dial one way or the other. Prolong it. Um, fight. Preserve the light. I'm going to be honest. We're just impotent. America can't even take care of themselves. What makes anybody think we can take care of anybody else? <clears throat> well, I mean, for the longest time, we've worried about the sanctity of other nations and our own. Like, you know, even this $58 billion to Ukraine. In how many months, Puffs? Ten weeks. Ten weeks. Ten weeks. How much shit, like you just listed, or the amount of shit that could be fixed here. The, you know what? The World Health Organization and UN said that world hunger could be fucking cured for $6 billion? Well, we don't have the money yeah. for that. We don't have the money for that because you know what? Because we want open accounting. Because Elon Musk asked for open accounting. And that to, that's the scariest fucking thought. They have to be accountable to these people because they want what they want. They're going to take what they want. And all the shit going on, honestly, it's just doing a, all the shit, the violence, the the riots and whatever else is going on, the food shortages, all this manufactured shit, because they're just going to sit back and let Americans weed themselves out. And then they'll go in to whoever's left and say, we have a better way. This is our better way. And you're going to take it. You're going to like it. Or you have no choice. I'll think about it. We made a comment that the easiest way to take over the United States is to create a civil war, which weakens it and come in and clean up the mess. It's the easiest like, way. 
That's what Q is. That's what Antifa is. They're controlled they, opposition. They want to kill us. We've played. Have I played all of the UN video? It doesn't matter. I'm going to play one more video because I think it's important that it is not just the United States. It is the West in general that has lost everything. Right? The Washington Examiner, power sector wardens of blackouts, uh, uh, Ireland warning is a catastrophic electricity. Uh, Fox Business, electric grid operators warned of potential summer blackouts lasting up to six hours. Iran readies for grid blackout. On and on and on they go. But it's not just America. It's the entire West. And if you ever doubt, look at the debate. You know, we've talked about the Roe v. Wade and how the right, how the left has lost its fucking mind. And the pro-choicers have lost their fucking mind to the point where they're employing the Church of Satan. To sit here and do religious freedoms for rituals. And then you have this. And this is probably the most disturbing. Because this is that first video that we played where they said they wanted to get rid of the useless eaters. This one is where, where this one is going to spread to the United States. Mark my words. When we talked about eugenics, this was the other end other than abortion. Saw that you were the first person we thought of when we saw this piece. Um, are we overstating what's happening here? No, and first of all, thank you so much for covering it, Tucker, because it doesn't get a lot of coverage. And I, I think I have to wonder why. I mean, violence is something we hear covered ad nauseum. Everything today is violence, even things which obviously aren't violence. Yeah. All right, so I want to read the bottom ticker because he hasn't covered it. Canada will pay to euthanize people that are too poor to continue living with dignity. This is violence. This is medicalized violence. Why isn't this being covered? Why aren't we talking about it? Especially when it's poor people, especially when it's working class people who are structurally pushed into that. I think that's a question worth asking. Well, sure. And there's this very difficult problem, which what do you, which is what do you do when an economy based on finance starts to go south and average people you know, can't kind of sustain themselves. Do you do guaranteed basic income or whatever? This seems like an obvious choice for ghouls, neoliberal ghouls, like we'll just get, you know, force pe poor people to kill themselves. And how many times have we heard from Canada about their healthcare system, their social well, exactly. care system, talking exactly. down to us about so many things. And now the it's come home to roost. Canada's policies are seen for what they are. And we need, I mean, Canada has their own problems. We need to learn from this. We need to say, right. look, what's happening to our poor people, to our disabled people? The dementia population, Tucker, which we talked about the early part of the pandemic, is set to double in the next 20 years. It's going to triple in the next 30 years. What are we going to do? Are we going to put the resources in to care for them? If we don't, I really only see two options, so-called robot care or straight up no chaser euthanasia. Yeah. So why don't politicians just say out loud now? I mean, so many things we're seeing now we couldn't have imagined 10 years ago or five years ago even, and now they're commonplace. That's right. Killing yourself is not liberation. It's really sad. You shouldn't be forced to do it. Like, why does nobody say that? Well, your show is an example of giving people a voice who have no voice. The people who are most dramatically impacted by this, the working class and the poor, don't have a voice. And so we need to decide. And it's so interesting to see the political realignment underway. Which party is going to be the voice of the right. working class, the working and of the poor, to be on the side of people who say, I don't want to die. I don't want to <laughs> die, but I don't see any option given what's been offered me. That's just diabolical. So I know you all give me shit when I tell you 2020 2.0 instead of 2022. But uh, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> really, are you? Unfortunately. Fair. So I want I want to make a I want to make a, an appeal to our audience. Do not buy the leftist narrative about ultra mega because they want to paint you into that picture of being an extremist. Look at the definition of ultra. And Biden may or may not have misspoken when he said ultra mega, but everybody took it and fucking ran with it. And then this happens. 
He was not, in his own words, he was not conservative. He was not MAGA. He was not Republican. He was not right-wing. He was an authoritarian leftist who wore the symbol of the Azov Battalion and most of his 180-page manifesto was straight from the Church Hill, New Zealand mass shooter, who was his hero. Please, use some critical thinking. Don't take the left's terms. Do not use ultra-mega. I know it sounds cool, but they are playing a game with you, a head game, to sit here and get you to admit that you're an extremist, that you're a radical, so that they can turn around and use it against you. You cannot find unity with these people. They seek to destroy you by any means necessary. They want to come after you. Do not let them tell you that, you know, well, see, here's just another example of white supremacy. No, 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 no. Do not buy that narrative. Do not entertain that narrative at all. What you need to do is you need to tell them this is the only right-wing white supremacist mass shooting that you can find. The rest of them have all been lefties. The rest of them are all, you know, multiple colors. They plethora a, a rainbow of hatred, if you will. Allow me to give you an example I'm going to put it up on the screen. And Marcus, you could tell them the skin color when I tell them the names if it's not utterly obvious. Right? These are the mass shootings so far. We have Virginia Hookah Bar. Uh, I can't read the name of that one. Hold on. I need to turn off the banner so I can read the bottom. Hide. Uh, Jamal. I don't know his last name. Virginia Hookah Bar, mass Flint. shooter, February 4, 2022. It looks like Jamal Flint, and he would be Flint. a black man. Yes. Lee Wilson. He would be a black man. Vegas Hookah Bar, February twentieth, 2022. How about this one? Brandon Knight. He would be a black man. Arkansas Car Show, mass shooter. Uh, Smiley Martin. He's not smiling, and he is a black man. Right. Him and his buddy, Dandra, Dandrea Martin, Sacramento mass shooter, April 3rd, 2022. And they are? He would be a black man. Both right. Black men. So, uh, Timothy Rush. That would be a black man. Iowa nightclub, April 10th. Frank James. Brooklyn Subway Mass Shooter, April 12, 2022. That would be a black man from my home state. And he is an avowed black supremacist. Yes. So explain to me how white supremacy is the problem. Explain to me how people, and, and and I have had to follow sir unfollow certain people on TikTok because they decided that they wanted to go speak about shit in which they do not have the knowledge to form an argument. They're talking about the replacement theory, right? That the white people are pissed off because the black people are replacing them because they're breeding at a higher rate. That is not that is not what replacement theory is. Replacement theory is, is that we've decided to open up our, oh, basically it's the Biden administration. We've decided that we're going to open up all of our borders and let whoever Tom, Dick, and Harry, oh, don't forget, May 24th is when Title 43 expires as well. So they decided to open up the borders, all of them, right? Let all of these people pour in. We're looking at, 8,000 people per day. 8,000 people per day flooding the border in addition to what they are already doing, the rates that they're already at. Right? Let that sink in. They're going to sit here and they're going to let him flood in. This is white. This is a replacement theory. They will displace not just whites or blacks 
all of us, Americans, replace them with cheaper labor, non-citizens, who they'll use to swing elections. Look, let me just ask the two of you a question. You both live in pretty small towns, right? Yeah. Okay. What, what would you say the population of your towns are? <laughs> <laughs> Can I count the cows? Yeah, no. Maybe. Maybe. Are you talking about by racial breakdown? I'm just saying in general, the total population of people in that live in your county so long. My entire county has five thousand people. Okay. <laughs> so I might I might be lucky to get that many in the county. So just think about that. Think about the eight thousand people and think about the county and town you live in. Okay. You know, th- think about how many people are coming in. And where you two yeah. specifically are. Unigate, Unigate my entire county every day. Yeah. Uh, 130%. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you think about it. Yeah. You're over. Uh, you know, like, that. that's insane. That's staggering. It's staggering. And on top of that, let's take it back a little bit earlier in the podcast. We're already having trouble feeding... Our people who are already fucking here. Do you realize that if you go look at the numbers, we have taken on the entire lower class of Mexico and brought it into the United States, elevating Mexico from a third world country to a second world country and lowered ours down to a third world country because we can't afford to fucking feed ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. We took... All of the people that we were warned about into our nation, all of the poor, and I know it's on the fucking Statue of Liberty, but there needs to, if there is no border, there is no sovereignty. Look, even when they came over, back when my grandparents' parents came over. They still have the check-in, man. They went through Ellis Island, and they checked just in. Just because there's... Uh, here's the thing I don't get. Just because there's a wall doesn't mean there isn't a fucking door or gate you can use. Exactly. It's I'm not, not going to lie. You here. It's not that I don't want you here. I just want you to come in the same way my, ans- my, yeah, my ancestors came in through Ellis Island. I'm not going to lie. At this point, I think the United States needs to shut down all of its fucking borders for about a year and a half, two, three years, right? Fucking rebuild itself back up and then fucking open a gate. Hey, I, you won't remember this, Tier, but you'll remember this, Pops. Remember uh, uh, Romper Room? Yes. The magic Mirror? I see Chum. I see Pop. We need to shut down so we could find out who's here. You know, weed out the fucking terrorists that all probably came flooding through and all over our United States right now, for sure. And, you know, document everybody, find out where they are. How about this? With all the influx of people, maybe if everybody was paying fucking taxes, we might not be in the situation we're fucking in. And, uh, you know, work some shit out. Yep. I think we need to be isolationists, as uh, good old George Washington said in his inaugural address. Like, fuck everybody else. He did say that. He did. I I, I don't think it was quite those terms, but I, I think it was don't get involved in the affairs of Europe. Yeah. Stop sending fucking billions of dollars to anybody. To anybody. We've been sending billions of dollars to Pakistan for years. You tell me that they didn't know fucking uh, Bin Laden was... You gotta love, you gotta love American politics where we take poor people's money uh, that the the rich government takes poor people's money to send it to poor countries to give to the rich people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to America. Uh, even even back when uh, good old uh, Bill Clinton was in office and we were sending aid and shit over to Somalia, who the fuck was it going to? Of course there was, and there was still famine going on. Because all the rich fucking warlords and uh, they were fucking hoarding the food. Speaking of famine, Yemen is already in the midst of theirs. Sri Lanka is in theirs. As a matter of fact, people at Sri Lanka are so pissed off, they decide they're going to fucking start burning their politicians' houses. Hey, take, note, reached... 
Take note, DC. They pushed the motherfucker's car into the fucking river. They had the Yemeni's Jen Psaki saying, I don't see any lore against it. Let's see, what, what was the, was it a Dutch colony that ate that? Yes. Yemen? Where they decided they were so pissed off at their politician, they decided to eat him. Take notes, Washington. Take notes. And with that being said, I get to go on another watch list. My bank accounts are probably being frozen as we speak. Uh, thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. And hopefully you'll hear from us tomorrow. <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> Maybe. Never know.